Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Top of the morning, podcast fam. This is episode 143, and today we're talking about questions that players should ask agents during interviews. With the college season coming to an end in a couple weeks here, we're in March Madness, uh, now begins the conversations that uh, every every aspiring pro dreams of is getting called by an agent and having those meetings to decide who is best for them. So this is definitely a podcast that you're going to want to take notes on. Um, if you've been listening to my podcast before, uh, you've probably already heard many of these conversations covered in depth, but for the most part, I've discussed things that agents look for in potential clients, aka pro prospects. So today I'm sharing an aggregated list of questions that are very important for players to ask agents during the interview process. Now, if you do some research, there's obviously so much information out there about all these, all of these topics individually, but also some other, uh, some other blogs and podcasts and 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 docu series and information about what players should ask agents. And for usual, I like to share outside resources for you to check out. So here's, there, there's two other ones in particular that I think would be beneficial for you. One of them is the Rising Coaches podcast episode where they interview Andy Miller. Uh, who talks about his relationship with clients, what he's learned uh, during his time as an agent, how he recruits a little bit, uh, and he goes into much more detail that um, that I just found very helpful for me as an agent. So I think as a player, it's important for you to hear too. And then another one is recently Jelani Floyd from Beyond Athlete Management did, uh, did a blog post um, about this topic as well. And I don't know Jelani too well. I met him a couple of times. Awesome guy. But my guys, Dan Poneman and EJ Kushner at um, at athlete at Beyond Athlete Management, they keep pumping out unreal content, videos. Uh, they have a podcast of their own now. So that's definitely something that I think you should check out as well. He has some similar he, – he lists some similar questions that I talk about. Um, so you will for sure learn a lot. Anyways, back to – this topic for KTA and for Kevin Tarka. So if you've been recruited by KTA over the past three years that I've been a company and that I've been an agent, I've most likely beat you to these questions because I actually send out the answers to these questions. I respond, I I list the questions and then I respond to them and I send them to the players. I send them out as a part of the KTA recruiting package. Why? Because it saves everyone time. And if a player doesn't like the answers that I give, then we can have a conversation about it. But either way, if if we don't discuss them at some point, whether I answer the questions without them asking or whether we have a conversation about it, it's going to go undiscussed. And that always leaves room for issues down the line. I can't stress enough how important it is to find the right fit. Just because you're one of the top ranked players does not mean one of the biggest agencies is the best fit for you. Right? What matters is that you share the same vision 
that where you think you belong and how good you think are is the same exact vision that the agent thinks uh, you belong and, and, and how good the agent thinks you are. And then also what, what, what the reality of what the market says is as well. So all those things, all those three things need to intertwine. And uh, you know, I think these questions are obviously going to help you answer that. So if you think you're an NBA player and an agent thinks you're an overseas player, you probably are not going to be a good match. And you need to, you need to figure that out early. If you are looking for marketing deals and the agent doesn't understand the value of social media, or maybe they don't offer that service, then you probably won't be a good match. And you need to figure that out early. If you're a point guard and the agent has 10 to 12 clients that play the point guard position, then you probably won't be a good match. So these are all things that you can find out by asking these following questions. The agent-client relationship, my friends, is not always perfect, trust me, but there are ways for you to filter through your options to find the best fit. Doing the due diligence early on could save you time, frustration, and honestly, potentially even money in the long term. So here are the list of questions, and they may change a bit based on level of recruit. Number one, when did you first start watching me play and getting familiar with my game? Ask the agent how long they've been recruit, recruiting you. Did, did, did you have one uh, streak of games where you scored 30 points a game and now all of a sudden they're, they're, they're on you, which is fine, which rightfully so, but you know, how long, or, or have they been watching you since your freshman year and really seen your game develop? Number two, what do you think are my strengths that translate to the next level? Just because you're a really good three-point shooter uh, catch and shoot three-point shooter in college doesn't mean that that's going to translate to the next level. Number three, what do I need to improve in order to succeed at the next level? Number four, how many athletes are you currently representing? This is this is important because how much time do you need from that agent every day? Like how many of those uh, of of that agent's clients are the same or similar position as you? How many of those players will be free agents or looking for a new contract that are going to take time from potentially the agent talking to teams about you. Number five, how many athletes are you hoping to sign this year? Right, It's good to get a, big, a better idea of how big that, that agent or agency's client roster is and recruiting class is going to be. Number six, where do I stand in the priority of your recruiting class? Just ask, ask the agent straight up. Some, some agents will tell you that, oh, you're, you're my number one recruit when, when they're not really telling the truth. And other agents will tell you straight up, look, I have uh, – Two guys that I think are first-round draft picks, and I have not signed them yet, but those are my first uh, priorities, and they'll be honest with you, and then they'll say, here's where you stand, and, and that answer I respect, and I hope as a player, you know, you would respect that as well. Uh, number seven, tell me more about your agency. Ask who started the company. Ask why they joined the company. Ask if they only represent basketball players. Ask how many agents they have. Ask who else is on staff. Those, those types of questions about the agency and the company are very important. Number eight, do you work directly with teams or do you go through partner agencies? I talked about this in depth in several podcast episodes. So, so circle back to um, some of those podcasts or some of my blog posts to learn more about why that matters and what that means if they have partner agencies. But that's, an, that, that's a question that you need an answer to because it's a huge difference. Number nine, what are the pros and cons of signing with an agency like yours? Now, they could be a bigger agency. They could be a smaller agency or a boutique agency, but ask that question because there's pros and cons to each. You know, what, what are the pros and cons of signing with 
one of the biggest and best agencies that are out there right now with uh, Excel or Wasserman. Obviously, they, they, they have fantastic clients. So what are the pros and cons of you signing with them? Same with, with KTA. I don't, represent, uh, I don't represent Stephen Curry. So what are the pros and cons of signing with a boutique agency like, like mine? Number 10, what will set you apart from other agencies? How do you differ from other agents in terms of strategy and vision? Number 11, how many clients have you fired? Uh, I'm sorry, how many clients have fired you? Although agents have fired clients in the past, so maybe you can add that question in there. Uh, but how many clients have fired you and what was the reason and where are they now? This is super important because I think there's a narrative that just automatically gets attached to why agents were fired. I think there are a lot of times that agents are rightfully so fired. I also think that players do have a lot more leverage than agents. And sometimes there's situations that are out of the control of the agent's hand that players think that they should be given something else and they fire the agent. Now, maybe that was discussed earlier in their plan. Maybe it wasn't. But it's important for you to kind of get a better picture of who fired the agent so, so you know, uh, because it happens, why, they, why the agent thinks they fired them and where are they now? For example, I've had situations all on the spectrum, but sometimes players that fire agents think that they're a certain level and they're sitting at home right now. And, and I mean, that's happened with me. So, so it's important to know that. Um, number 12, what teams or markets or leagues do you see me fitting in? This goes back to the beginning. You know, do, do you see yourself as an NBA player or an overseas player? If it's overseas, you're not just uh, 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 an overseas player in general. Like there, there is probably a specific path that fits your game style and or career trajectory the best. Number 13, can you tell me more about the setup of the contracts? So ask the agent to walk through agent commission, uh, MBA agent commission versus overseas FIBA agent commission. And there's so many different things about the contract that you should ask. Number 14, do you think I will get any off-court earning opportunities? Now, I'll tell you, on one hand, it's never a better time to, to double down on your platform. On your on uh, on the off the court stuff, I think athletes right now and entertainers and, and talent right now, it's never been a better time to um, have leverage and potentially get yourself off court marketing slash sponsorship slash um, influencer opportunities with brands to be able to make some money. Yes, it's never a better time, but realistically, specifically for basketball players, especially if you're not an NBA draft pick or NBA All Star. It's few and far between that you're going to make money and get cash to put your face on a coffee mug or to do a commercial. Now, there are opportunities, so, so ask about them, but it's not for everyone. So ask what those off-court earning opportunities are early so you know. Number 15, how long is the term of the contract for? Some agents do one year. Some agents do two years. Uh, for the MBA, there's, there's no term. You, you know, it's just kind of in perpetuity and you can fire your agent at any time for overseas. The maximum is two years. So ask what that strategy is for the agent for that specific contract. Number 16, what happens if either of us wants to terminate the contract? I talked about that a little bit before. So if something doesn't work out and you want to fire the agent, how do you do so? And what does that mean? What, what are the consequences contractually? Number 17, if I sign with your agency, will I, working, will I be working with you directly? This is another big one. Sometimes people get caught up in, oh, I'm going to go sign with this agency because this person called me. But then when they sign the contract and they're in their playing career, they can't get a hold of them on the phone because they're dealing with their MBA clients or they're 
35 other clients. That's important. So who, who will be the main contact is what you need to ask. Number 18, do you have partners overseas? If so, who will they be? Big time question. That goes to the strategy. Number 19, when you talk to teams about me, what will the pitch be? Right. What, what type of player will you tell teams I am? Number 20, what are other services that your agency will provide? Do, do, do they provide marketing value? Do they provide financial accounting services in-house? Do they pay for training? Do they provide training? Do they have certain trainers or coaches or development, um, development coaches on staff? Some do, some don't. No right, no wrong, but it's a question you got to ask. Number 21, how many clients have you visited personally? during the season and what locations, especially for you overseas people. A lot of agents, not to say they're good people, bad people, good agents or bad agents, but many American agents have never been overseas. And if they have, it's very, very few and far between. So that's one of the things that I differentiate personally between some other agents is I visited 35 plus countries overseas. I visited all my clients, uh, almost every single one of my clients um, in, in, their, in their leagues. And in their games, right? How how often do do you take that trip to visit your clients? Because that matters. Like it matters. Well, you know what? I shouldn't say I shouldn't say it matters because the question really is: Does it matter to you? Right? If you go to Turkey, if you go to uh, Luxembourg, if you go to Australia, do you want your agent to visit you? If not, then Maybe it doesn't matter. If so, have they ever been there? Do, do, you know, are they willing to pay thousands of dollars to take that trip? It's a question you got to have answered. Number 22, how often do you talk with your clients and to what extent? That matters too. It matters to It should matter to you as a prospective player. Do you want your agent talking to you after the game? Some do, some don't. Do you, do you want your agent recommending things outside of basketball and and talking about personal development and, and trying to trying to be a resource for you in other things outside the game. Some some want that, some don't. So ask. Number 23, where do your clients usually train during the offseason? Obviously, we all know it's a big deal. So do you have your own trainer or are you going to expect something from an agency? Number 24, what's something that you've learned over your career as an agent? It's always good to learn what other agents have learned. I mean, I've learned a tremendous amount of information. Um, in this industry over the past three to four years when I've been a licensed agent. Number 25, what about life after ball? What is the value your agency will add? I'm going to end it on number 25 here because this is the most important part. As a, as a pro, you need to use basketball to open up doors for opportunities for the rest of your life. God forbid you get injured or hit by a bus tomorrow. What are you going to do with your life? What do you what do you have a passion for? This is question number 25 here, but it is the most important question in my eyes. So it might not be to you, and that is okay, as I mentioned several times throughout this episode. But if you because if you want an, if you say, hey, I want an agent to get me the best deal, the biggest contract, and that's it, and I never want to talk to him and whatever, it's a business, cool. That's great. Do you? For me personally at KTA, that's not what I'm about. And I see the value in all the other stuff. And that's what I try to do. I try to open doors for my players. I try and get them thinking about their passions and what they want to do after the game. Because if you don't think about it until you're done and you end at 27 or you end at 34 or uh, you end at any age that's 
that uh, you know you, the rest of the, the your colleagues, the rest of the world, people your age have been working for ten or fifteen years, and and you say, oh, well, what am I going to do today? How am I going to make a living? How am I going to make some money? You're going to be you're going to be a very long way behind. So ask about that early and ask about that often, right? So if you're able to discuss these questions with the agents who are recruiting you, I promise that you'll be putting yourself ahead of other people. And once you hear the answers to these questions and you have those genu genuine conversations, you're going to know whether meeting number two is necessary. So I hope you learned a little bit in this episode. This stuff is just as important for current pros as it is for aspiring pros and rookies coming out of college. And I've, I've, just, I've noticed that this business has become much more transactional and I hate it. Um, I don't like how some of this stuff is simply built around a transaction of a player to a team and a contract and commissions and, and boom, boom, boom. Like that's it. It's, it's a transaction. I get it. It's a business. Uh, people need to make money. Some players want that. That's fine. I just don't personally like it. So I think that's why it's important to have conversations like these and find the right fit. If that's what you want, embrace it. Whatever you want, embrace it. No, ask yourself these questions, answer them early before you have these conversations with agents so you know what the answers you're looking for is, and then hear them out because maybe you're not aware of some things that might be important to you that you don't think are important to you. So that way you'll be able to filter out agents accordingly. So any way you look at it, that list is going to be a good guide for you. Pick and choose some, ask them all, print it out, do as you please. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, obviously on audio, I do have a blog post about it. So you can go and print out those questions. Just go to www.kevintarka.com. This was awesome, man. This I'm, I'm, I'm pumped about this one. This, this is, this is one of my favorite episodes to talk about because I know somebody is going to find tremendous value in this episode. So, um, as I mentioned before, guys, building this company from the ground up has been an unbelievable, amazing journey from a professional standpoint, from a personal standpoint. Um, it's been filled with ups and downs and frustrations, at times jealousy of other agents, at times confidence streaks, knowing I'm just as good, uh, back to anger, back to um, back to amazing, amazing emotional uh, success, uh, back back down to more frustration. And, and the whole time, you know, with a chip on my shoulder that other agencies have not given me the chance to join what they're doing and help them build. Um, and, and it's all part of life, guys. It's it's up. It's down. It's made me who I am today. And, uh, and I hope you, I, I hope someone out there listening that, that, that you can learn from that and understand that if you're not given, if you're not given a chance that you think you deserve, or if you're a certain, you're a certain level of player, um, just go earn it. You just got to go earn it. If big agencies are contacting you, contacting you, if no agents are, are contacting you, use it as a chip on your shoulder. Don't cry about it. Don't, don't, don't get frustrated. I mean, you know, to a certain extent, that's what I told myself. Right. If, if no agencies give me a chance, maybe I'm not good enough. I got to go earn it. And that, my friends, is when I jumped off the cliff and started KTA and I found my wings on the way down before I hit the ground. That's what I got for you today. Have an amazing day and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling really crazy, you can even share it on social media. As always, if there's a topic you want me to talk about further or a guest you would love to hear on the podcast, just shoot me a message on social media at Kevin Tarka. 
Thanks again, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning on Sports Business Secrets.